Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. Don't adjust your set. We are here for Tan Tuesday, the cousin of Mocha Mondays. I am back in the saddle, filling in for our fearless leader, the Irish Chief himself, Alex McCarthy. And I am here with Mommy Yankees, baby boy, Sat E. That was a great introduction. I feel like we've been here before. But yes, Sat E Niangi, the E stands for Encore Presentation, guys. We're back again. You know you love us so much. You're like, why not do it on a Tuesday? SB3, it's Tuesday. What's causing all this? Oh, there's a lot causing this. You probably came here for the titular news, which is about... AEW are talking about the next defection from WWE. We're also going to be talking about the latest ratings war as uh, SmackDown had an encore presentation against AEW Saturday Night Dynamite with a surprising victor in this one. Also, WWE has plans for the tribal chief roman reigns but you guys know what to do drop a thumbs up on this video share this video with your friends hit the subscribe button if you are new we are making our way to thirteen thousand, and then we're going full speed ahead to 15k so we can be on quizzle mania war games but we do wrestling daily for each and every one of the good eggs out there so if you want your voice to be heard wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily we want to hear your opinions we want to hear your takes we want to hear your questions for myself and sad e so sad let's get to the titular news it's awesome. all about aew talking about the latest aew to wwe uh defection this is coming from your favorite person in the world your favorite journalist sat david Meltzer, uncle dave i love uncle us. dave yeah, okay. Uh, speaking on <laughs> wrestling speaking on wrestling observer radio, uh, Melton explained that Chad Gable uh, um, joining AEW is actually something that has been talked about a lot uh, that isn't necessarily guaranteed to happen, but this is what Meltzer said. 
He said, it's been talked about, but I don't think it's going to happen. But it has been talked about, and he has def- he definitely has friends telling him uh, the same thing. I know he it's been one of those things that has been under consideration, but I don't think he's going anywhere. I don't know that, just one of those things. Not everyone's going to get an offer from AEW, and that uh, would really be the only place to go for him. He's making a lot of money in WWE, so he's not going to make that in Impact Wrestling or anywhere else. This is not the first time we've heard of this type of speculation. Uh, this was kind of uh, started with Dax Harwood of FTR putting up on Twitter that uh, he he's looking forward to Chad making the jump over to the uh, to AEW to have more great classic tag team matches with FTR like he did with American Alpha, like of he course. also did with Bobby Roode on Monday Night Raw. So what do you think? Do you think that if Chad Gable's contract does come up, is he going to be looking to become All Elite? Doesn't mean we have to learn his name, Chaz Betts. Is that what we have to call him from now on if he does change his name? Because he can't keep the Chad Gable name. We, 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 could, we, could call, we could call him Chad Gable for now. For now, yeah, for, for less complications. Like, who Chaz Betts? What, Chaz from Lowdown? Um, basically, I feel like when Dux Harwood, he was trying to manifest something into the universe. I think he was trying to, uh, it was his way of trying to poach or trying to gouge some interest from, from Chad Gable. As we all know, Chad Gable is one of the best wrestlers in the wrestling world right now. He's underutilized. He falls in the same category that Buddy Matthews used to be in, untapped potential. He's a great tag team wrestler. He was in a great tag team with Jason Jordan as American Alpha. He was in a great tag team uh, with Shelton Benjamin. He was in a great, he was in a, you know, a decent tag team with Robert Roode. I felt like they'll start to hit their strides when he started wearing trunks, trying to, you know, meld yeah. their characters together. Then they broke him up. I'm like, all that effort you went into making him one as a tag team, especially once they turn heel, because they were face tag team, which never worked. Because I feel like Chad Gable's alignment, he can make a plucky baby face, but we see because he can talk, he can be a great, you know, stirring heel. Yeah. And uh, I feel like were Chad Gable able to go over to AEW, he won't necessarily be world champion. Not like he's not capable of being a world champion. It's just that the main event scene in AEW is kind of stacked. We're just kind of hoping that the position he'll be in AEW is better than what he has right now, which is to be in more matches, wrestling more frequently every week, putting up bangers, showing people what he's really about. Because I think everyone thinks that Chad Gable has not reached his full potential, especially wrestling under the WWE style. SP, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, he's been underutilized for quite some time. Um, like, you know, like you said, they were kind of finding their stride with him and Rude over on Monday Night Raw. Then he got uh, went to SmackDown. They separated that tag team. And then we all know of the trials and tribulations of, of a Mr. Shorty G and how oh. that went over in one of the most uh, puzzling rebranding of a character that WWE has ever done, in my opinion. And he's so talented. Like, I remember when I was first seeing Chad Gable in NXT, and he had those vibes of a Kurt Angle. Like, I, me and me and um, Alex talk about a lot on Wednesday, the What If Wrestling Series. What if WWE would have decided for Chad Gable to be the long-forgotten son of Kurt Angle? I think that angle would be remembered quite better, more yeah 
fondly because that would have made the whole bunch of sense. He had the charisma that Kurt Angle had when he first came in, just that geeky dorky charm. Yeah, yeah, that dorky charm that still he's a wrestling machine behind all of it. Jason Jordan just never really fit. I'm I'm a big fan of Jason Jordan, but it just didn't work. And it was more for humor for Kurt Angle to have a black son than it was for it to make sense. That's wait, that's is that why they did that? I feel because yes. they're trying to hint at him and Rucker Khan created Jason Jordan and then Jason no, Jordan they were, kidnapped to take him they, to the future. <laughs> they were actually trying to hint at uh, him and Char, uh, Charmel. Charmel with the bestiality. Uh... Does Vince even know what bestiality sex is? Because he mentioned I don't have bestiality. So I'm not, Vince, you know that's sex with animals, right? But anyway, that's a, a whole different story. But yeah. <laughs> he, he's not too certain. He's not too certain. He's, he's on the fence there. But yeah, I mean, he would be someone that definitely AEW... Uh, would benefit from being on AEW because, like, like we said yesterday, they're the home of professional wrestling is their tagline. But for a lot of reasons, you see, on on the on the more you know majority end, when you go from WWE to AEW, you tend to be get more out of your wrestling career, whether it be a Miro, whether we see what we're what they're doing right now with Malachi Black, someone who even started off solo like a Miro or like Andrade. Andrade now is kind of hitting his stride in AEW with that classic match that he had on Rampage with Pac. I'm not saying that Chad Gable, they can't come up one day and say, hey, we want the world for Chad Gable and they do something great with them. I would love for WWE to do more with Chad Gable maybe you know either in a tag team or outside of a tag team on his own but we just haven't seen that in the five to six years that he's been with the company i mean if you think about it with with brown danielson you know going to aew there's a spot there for a plucky underdog babyface wrestler which uh chad gabe can fill in when i say i'm not saying that chad gable could be the next um brian danielson we don't want that we want him to be the first chad gable all yeah. we want is for him to really to realize that full potential. That hint we saw in NXT, great on the microphone, ready, willing, Gable. He got a towel over. The amount of guys have got their you know little rag and they've never gotten it over, but he has got his little rag over. I mean, he was. I feel like the reason why American Alpha was popular was because of Chad Gable's charisma. Because no offense yeah. to Jason Jordan, it wasn't until towards the end when he, you know, injured his neck or so forth, when he finally tapped into being a smarmy heel, that's when he finally started hitting his potential. And until then, Jason Jordan was a great wrestler in the ring, but he was missing something, lacking something. It's kind of like with the Creed brothers. They're great wrestlers, but they're a couple of Charlie horses. <laughs> That's a great way to put the Creed Brothers. We're also going to be, uh, we're going to do a little preview at the end here for NXT 2.0 because some big news have uh, dropped about their special tonight for Halloween Havoc. But like I said, at the top of the show, we want to hear from all of you. Good eggs, WrestleTalk.com forward slash wrestling daily what do you think about chad gable in aew what could wwe do to do more with chad gable let us know wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily but it seems like a good time since we're talking about both wwe and aew to talk about the latest uh war quote unquote that has happened between them that happened on uh saturday night aew ran saturday night dynamite uh with the uh with brian danielson versus dustin rhodes you also had cody rhodes versus malachi black but out of nowhere seemingly we had a encore presentation of smackdown 
over on Fox on the same night. Uh, following something that they don't regularly do, but they did it. Be I, I don't know. They thought more people would be watching other sports on Friday, so they wanted to get another pop, another big rating on Saturday. It's nice of you to say that. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm being. I'm being. I'm being you fair. Are. I'm being fair. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm, Bill Alfonso. I'm, pr- I'm proud of you, Bill Alfonso. I, look, bless him. You would even catch their hints that the, that he's like BS. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> So Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics has reported the ratings for both shows. Dynamite was down significantly uh, from last week. They did 727,000 of viewers last week for Saturday Night Dynamite. For the second straight week, they did only... 575,000 so quite down quite a bit in the 18 to 49 key demo because that's the only thing Tony Khan and AEW cares about uh they were also down there with a 0.22 rating instead of uh last week where they did a 0.28 and then over on Fox Smackdown's encore presentation drew 632,000 viewers so Smackdown the encore on Fox did drew more than Saturday Night Dynamite and they did a 0.16 rating in the 18 to 49 demo so Tony Khan could still claim he got a victory there but what do you think about uh the encore presentation of Smackdown beating Saturday Night Dynamite this past Saturday and what do you also think going into what we talked about yesterday with Charlotte Flair the nice little edit job they did on the title swap on that encore presentation all right so both of those numbers are pittance there's nothing to celebrate about i think that both both companies should be ashamed of those numbers i'm going there i'm not going to be allowed the whole you know tribalism is, is a thing you and i are both objective people we both can look at the negative and the positive and even when we have a spirited debate we laugh about it shake hands go our, our separate ways some people we, we to- adhere to the code of honor Yes, the code of honor, man. It's been a thing since 2002. But yeah, uh, SmackDown won, yeah. But the numbers nowadays doesn't equate to the numbers 20 years ago. This is why this war for me is embarrassing because I saw what an actual war was. There was more people in. The hardcore wrestling fans watched on Saturday. That's what it was. The casuals were out, you know, doing other things or watching sports games. And it is 100%, as much as SP3 trying to be, you know, I'm biased about it. SmackDown is trying to cut off the legs of Dynamite, and it's not Dynamite's usual home. So whatever numbers Dynamite get on a Saturday is not a reflection of the brand because Saturday is usually a day that you do other things instead of sit around, watch TV, or go on your laptop. So I don't think that's fair. I think both numbers are trash. I'm just waiting for it to go back to the normal times or go head-to-head an actual night starting from the beginning to end. So I'm saying both numbers are trash and Saturday doesn't count. That's my answer. SP, what about you? I'm going to wave the flag for the WWE and say we won another war in the overall viewers. <laughs> and then I'm also going to wave my AEW flag and say we won the war in the demo. That's I think that a lot of people, you know, lose that with with the Friday night war that happened. Both sides could claim a victory because SmackDown won in the overall viewers. Rampage won in the head-to-head in the 18 to 49 demo. I think there's too much. Yeah, I agree with you. Tribalism and it's really amongst the fans more than it is against anybody in either company besides maybe Vince McMahon. But outside of him, I think that it's more with the fans than it is with any of the performers or any of the management. And I think that people need to look at both 
the positive for both sides. Both sides kind of can say that they won. And as long as AEW continues to produce uh, television that is critically acclaimed by the fans, I think regardless of the ratings, they can claim that they are success. And if that makes in turn WWE solve some of the problems that they have, then that's great. But at the end of the day, I've said it once, I'll say it again. WWE don't care about any points that any of us have. They care no. about the bottom line. And as long as they're making that moolah, that dinero, they consider themselves a success as well. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. But we talked about Chad Gable at the top of the show here, Sat. Let's yes. talk about someone who actually did sign with wwe from aew and that is a mr premier athlete who i i might have to mention that my good friend jimmy macaram over on true hill heat youtube channel says that's the worst nickname he's ever heard in his well, life the premier athlete yes the premier athlete tony knees has officially signed with aew he appeared on saturday night dynamite in the crowd he was called one of the hottest free agents in the world but now uh dave Meltzer on wrestling observer radio has has uh, uh made the announcement or reported that he has in fact signed with aew he appeared on their aew dark taping this week uh that was a star-studded taping because it had adam cole as well as brian danielson as well as we always should mention when you mention tessa blanchard 
always don't forget to mention a uh, Miss La Rosa Negra. And we got to give our shout outs to La Rosa Negra for her debut on AEW's Dark uh, Taping. So I'm looking forward to watching that on a Tuesday night for sure. But Tony Nese is the big name that came out. He has signed with AEW. We don't know what type of deal that is. We haven't seen the All Elite graphic that confirms that he's long term. It might be a tier contract. But what do you think about Tony Nese and AEW? And what's the potential there for him? So, okay, I saw the comments on social media or Twitter, mostly. That's the main uh, social media I use when it comes to wrestling stuff. Uh, a lot of people confused. Some said, "Was is he really a, you know, a hottest free agent? And other people are like, oh, Tony Nisa, the roster's stacked, man. Where you hire him? There's, there's, that, there's that word that people like to use. He's a good hand, guys. He's trained a lot of wrestlers that's actually working in AEW. So yes. that's, that's the issue with 205 Live. If you've only seen um, Tony Nisa in 205 Live, you've never watched his running Impact Wrestling or his independent stuff on YouTube. The guy is a great wrestler. When it comes to personality, WWE, that's what WWE catered to. Let's not look at personality. Let's look at them abs. You know what I'm saying? Him and Pac can go one-on-one -on -one in an abs contest or a six-pack challenge. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. So Tony Nese, yeah, he fills a role, kind of like Bobby Fish. You can't have all top guys. CM Punk needs to beat someone. Yep. Someone needs to carry CM Punk to a great match. Oh, stop that. <laughs> stop that, Roman. Will you stop that, Roman? <laughs> no, I'm just saying that Tony Tony needs fills his spot. He'd be great to train athletes in a in backstage. Might be do role in an agent role or coach role, as they call it in AEW. And you bring up fantastic matches. And maybe with the shackles taken off, because WWE likes to do that, put shackles on people, you might find that, hey, this Tony Nese guy is actually phenomenal. Why yeah. have I never seen that part of him in WWE? There's a reason why, because AEW is the home of professional wrestling. Now he's gone back home to professional wrestling. It's kind of like if they do get to have Drew, Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak is incredible, guys. If you know, former CZW champion, I mean, that guy can go in the ring, done great stuff in Chikara. If they get him, now nah, he's got star potential. No offense to Tony Nese, I haven't seen personality-wise, great abs, go in the ring great hand they need they need to have drew gulak that's what it is but going to tony needs he's a good signing uh having great wrestlers adds more to your great wrestling so thumbs up here yeah i totally agree with you he's similar like you said like you just said to the bobby fist signing you can't get all the top guys that's why i do prefer them getting guys like a tony niece or a bobby fish over a buddy matthews or bray wyatt or Braun Strowman because those three guys are guys that you kind of have to put at a certain position and that would hurt guys like Malachi Black and Andrade who just came over from WWE and that seemed to be working their way up to the top position it will kind of bring them down a bit because you have three guys that will be at a similar position as them with the Tony Nese and Bobby Fish they are they're going to be positioned below those guys. They are used as utility players to kind of help out. You know, Sammy, Sammy Guevara is a great example who had his first TNT championship defense against Bobby Fish. Look good. CM Punk this week on AEW Dynamite going one-on-one -on -one with Bobby Fish to get him another win. Instead of him just versing young guys, he's now going to have a win over a Fish and a Seidel, and he's showing that range that he can have a good match with the young guy. He can have a good match with the veteran. So, so Tony Nese is a guy that I can see him being on a AEW Dynamite and giving Dante Morton his biggest win yet. Giving a guy like, um, 
you know, I, I don't uh, hook hook when he debuts. If he needs someone to get hook. over, and, and if you follow, I'm a hooker. I'm a hooker. Yes, I am a hooker. I love me. I love. I am a part of the hooker nation, and Hook is going straight to the top. Future AEW World Champion, future TNT Champion, future Triple Crown winner. See, Hook is doing it all. And may I add, uh, Malachi Black's got this group that we've yet to see. House of Black needs, you know, names. Tony Nese can easily fill in because he's nondescript. No offense to the guy. You mold him in the image of darkness, if you know what I mean. You can add Bobby Fish. Bobby Fish was doing great in stables and groups. There's, there's, there's reason. Everyone fills a role. You can't go, hey, Malachi Black has House, House of Black group. And you can't, you know, certain wrestlers won't be fit in. Like Daniel Garcia wouldn't really fit in. You know, yeah. you know, Lee Moriarty wouldn't really fit in. So you need a guy. Obviously, they're gonna try and plug in that dead weight Luther into the group. Maybe you never know. But uh... they leave Luther alone. Luther's good people. Oh, I'm good sorry, people. man. Leave, this this what happened. Industry guy here. This what happened. You got friends who are wrestlers. You can't be unbiased. Oh, I, I hate guys. Uh, I am unbiased. I am unbiased. I show oh. love to all to everyone. But yes, we gotta we gotta show love to you guys. So remember, send your ultra chats in wrestletalk.com forward slash wrestling daily. Let us know what you thought about the Saturday night war. What you think about Tony Nee signing with AEW? Do you think Chad Gable is gonna go from WWE to AEW? Let us know with the ultra chat. Speaking of WWE though. We got some news that's coming out about a certain tribal chief, a certain head of the table. I thought I was wearing the shirt, but head of the table, Roman Reigns, the universal champion. WWE is putting out plans to set up the next step in this monster push, this monumental push for Roman Reigns. According to WrestlingNews.co, uh, WWE wants to take it one step further with the Roman Reigns push and doesn't just want Roman to be the top star of the current day roster. The site is reporting that WWE is looking to build Reigns as the greatest of all time. You might have heard Pat McAfee say that a few times on SmackDown commentary, but the process of moving towards the goal began on uh, this past uh, Friday night SmackDown when uh, Reigns called himself the greatest of all time during his promo. Part of the plan is also for Roman to break the longest universal championship reign record, which is currently held by Brock Lesnar. Uh, Reigns' ongoing reign is currently at 420 days. Great number there. And uh, while Lesnar's record is 503 days when he held it from April 2017 until August 2018. So he has to... He was napping most of that rain, wasn't he? He was at home. <laughs> Good point. But if Reigns makes it to the Royal Rumble, he would pass that rain there. And Brock is not scheduled to come back until the Royal Rumble. So what do you think about the greatest of all time, Roman Reigns? Uh, for character, for character, he'll heat. Uh, that's a great nickname to give him. Is he the greatest of all time within the WWE universe canon? That's John Cena, due his longevity and the merchandise sales and the amount great. of classic matches. He's got five star match under his belt. Has Roman Reigns got a five star match by Dave Meltzer? Huh? Huh? No. Until you get a five star ne match by Uncle. D <laughs> yeah, neither did neither did Brian Danielson until he went to AEW, and Kurt Angle never even got a five star match. Even exactly. though him and Michaels at WrestleMania 21 was a goddamn five star match. I love The Rock, but he didn't get a five star match by Uncle Dave. You know what I'm saying? John Cena's got a five star match. He's the greatest of all time because Uncle greatest Dave said time. so. Greatest of all time. The greatest of all time is John Cena, yeah. That work rate he put in as the United States champion. Ooh, you can't mess with that boy. He's got five moves, but he knows to spread him out. 
<laughs> in terms of Roman Reigns, uh, why not? I mean, his title reign has been successful. That's the best word we can give it. It's been successful. Has it been repetitive at time? Has, does he have a formula? Yeah, he does. But sometimes he strays from it. Sometimes there's a plancha outside to show you guys that you know he can yeah. switch things up a little bit. Now that the draft has happened and they've now spread the superstars that they've done in exchange, he now has more bodies to lay down for him, brother, and then to extend his reign even more. And um, Brock Lesnar match at Royal Rumble, I want to see happen because they have a storyline that's been going on for like six years, which Roman Reigns has never had a successful pin. He's never laid down for me, brother. Brock Lesnar does not lay down for Samoans. I don't know. But he needs to lay down for Robert Reigns in order to make his raid valid. That's the only thing. That's the last thing off the edge. Now hey, we find out he beat him at, at SummerSlam 2018. He was distracted by Braun Strowman exactly. trying to cash in, but it's still a clean win. Uh, a fly was buzzing, so he got distracted. He got a roll up or something like that, and or ten thousand spears and a bazooka. One, two, three. That's what happened. No, Roman Reigns doing well. He finally, you know, found his stride. Vince better not get an itch to turn him babyface because that's what ruined his momentum. Start slapping fans' hands and saying, calling the crowd, "Hey, Island Irrelevancy, let me hear some noise." You know what I'm saying? He's got to become corny. Exactly. Yeah. You're getting flashes of panic right now. He's doing well in in his reign. It, it does feel like right now there's no one that can realistically beat him at the moment. I feel like they've done a great job of alienating that prospect. I, that, I can't because I, Drew McIntyre. I mean, he just he just laid down for you know Big E. So Big I'm, e I, yeah. I can't WrestleMania. Who's who's he gonna face? It's I, gotta I, be Brock. I think Brock comes back in the Royal Rumble and wins the Royal Rumble to verse Roman at WrestleMania. If Owens wasn't leaving. I'll say run it back. That for me, I've all the I've all the ghost of Roman's past, of all the wrestlers that he's he's uh, buried, uh, the one that could creep up from his crypt. I think it's, it's Kevin Owens because he's got that McFoleyness of that willingness of I will not die until I become champion. And it, it's it's such a shame. You can tell the guy's leaving. He's got that aura of one foot out of the door. They don't they don't really what to do with him because they really can't commit because you can tell that he's not going to commit long term anymore. They've had him for how many years, but not to go off uh, too much of script. I think the Roman Reigns storyline's going well, but I'm worried that they've run out of good people to face. But you know who they could get? The Rock City. No, no, no. It's a certain Steiner kid. Braun Breaker, that's who they are molding. That's who they are grooming to become the person who beats the greatest of all time. And speaking of which, that our last news bit that we have here is from Russell Vote, and they had an interesting tweet just an hour before we went live here, and they took to Twitter saying, source states that tonight's Halloween Havoc looks to be the launching of the Braun Breaker era in NXT. At the same time, Tommaso Ciampa's of course, that is uh, Sat's favorite NXT champion of all time. Tommaso Ciampa's run in NXT could be winding down. As evident, as evident, the tr- the youth movement within 2.0 continues. What do you think about Braun Breaker potentially defeating Tommaso Ciampa tonight and starting the <sighs> Braun Breaker era of 2.0? Well, you know, Tommaso Ciampa, thank you for your service. Go start your pension as a WWE producer. 
<laughs> get the heck out of there. You don't fit 2.0. He sticks out like a sore thumb. I mean, it is just is glaringly obvious that he does not belong there. He should go to the main roster. Him and Johnny. Now that the way is over, the most entertaining thing about Johnny Gargano is now gone, and he's moving back into being a babyface again. Ugh, ick. Uh, they should just get back together. They're both babyfaces. Just get DIY back together. We need more depth in the tag team division. We need more bodies for the Usos to beat. Just get him up to the main roster. Ron Breaker. Johnny. Johnny's with a new tag team partner, Dexter Loomis. The new one. Uh, listen, he's married. Like, you know, he's got Indy and Indy's mate. They can have a freeway. Who knows, you know? Hey, hey, hey. Can you mind? Hey, they, the want gutter, edgy, they want edgy content on 2.0, so you might be going somewhere. Listen, Kyle O'Reilly is stuck with, you know, the, some Neanderthal. Like, you know, he's stuck with the California man or Encino man sequel that he's in. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly, he never catches a break in RH or NXT. Every time Adam Cole steals all the shine, he's like, nah, time for me to shine. Nah, Adam Cole's <laughs> not here anymore. You're just not relevant. Poor Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, going back in, Ron Breaker. As long as you're not giving kids tips on the internet how to improve their vasculity or their muscle tone or whatever, as long as you're not talking to kids online. <laughs> Briz is a new member. I thought Briz was a member already. Briz I think jumped. he just read up. He read up. Thank you, Briz. He's a he's a good egg once again. I don't have any guns or anything. I got I got my I got my son's um, milk bottle here. So yes, milk old mania for you. But yes, thank you, Briz, for becoming a good egg once again, sir. So yeah, Bron Breaker, avoid talking to kids on the internet. Look what happened to the last guy we thought was going to become a big star, Velveteen Dream, right? So as long as Bron Breaker is avoiding doing that, he's he's the sky, the sky's the limit for him. He's going to fulfill the Steiner potential that's always eluded the Steiner brothers. They've always had great plans for them, which involved breaking them up, which was never something they wanted. But luckily, he doesn't have a brother, so he doesn't have to have that issue. There's no Breaker brothers, there's just Bron Breaker. So I think he's going to be great. He should beat Roman, you know, wherever they, they decide for Roman's title reign to end. But Roman's on a storyline collision with The Rock. Until that happens, I don't know. Unless Roman Reigns pick up the title later in the year again. But he has that story. The head of the table story needs to be told. I feel like the only way they can turn him back to face or whatever, he needs to have that exchange with The Rock. But Brom Breaker, he's the guy. NXT 2.0 finally completes. Grandpa Champa. Even become a WWE producer or DIY on the main roster. Thank you. Hey, I, I I won't say that you're far off with that at all. But yes, I'm looking forward to the Braun Breaker era of NXT. I think that he's far and away been the best thing about 2.0. Him and Carmelo Hayes and no, Johnny. Don't Oh, yeah, Tony D'Angelo. Of course, of course. Forget about it. But yeah. uh, I think that Johnny Gargano, he's not going to be teaming with Tommaso Ciampa just yet or going to the main roster because he's got to put over Carmelo at a takeover. The yeah, one thing now, nah, the one thing that can take Carmelo to the next level is having a Johnny takeover match. Karrion Cross can go to the main roster one for the storyline. Yeah, because yeah. that worked out so well. That worked out so well for him. It worked out perfect for DIY last time. Yeah, absolutely. But yes, that brings us to a close on, on to the Tuesday edition of Wrestling Daily. I want to thank Sat 
E, as always, being the great co-host that he is and the great muscles. Of course, thank you for everyone that joined us live. Thanks for Bridge Josie for becoming an elite good egg once again. Drop Two a times, record-breaking. Bridge Joshi has joined again, guys. Be like Bridge, join again. Give us your ultra chats. I can see some of you guys being stingy with your pennies. Give us your money. <laughs> You can try again tomorrow. I'll be back here, uh, maybe with Alex, maybe with Sat. Who knows? Who knows? But we will see you then on the Wednesday edition of Wrestling Daily. So, bye, everyone. We're out of time, folks. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com